Evan, you did not get a chance to uh, to see uh, your boy Rashad Penny in the game, but now we've got Chris Carson and Mike Davis getting split reps. I mean, where are you at on on how the backfield's starting to shape up for the Seahawks? It's as it should be. I mean, Chris Carson is clearly better than Rashad Penny. That's not even a question. And it looks like Mike Davis is probably better than Rashad Penny right now without question. So I, I think it's a, just a current reflection of their current talent. And that's not to say like Penny could still be like the future back. You know, we're only what five games into his career. So maybe a year, two years down the road with a little more experience under his belt, maybe Penny will have a stronger opportunity to contribute. Um, now that doesn't, mean the pick was a smart pick but you know just just looking at his future prospects he's there's just not going to be many opportunities right now barring an injury from chris carson or or mike davis um the one thing i would like to see a little more consistently is uh put rashad penny returning kicks and we talked about this brian like i'd love to see him get more special teams opportunities um frankly lockett to me is too important as a receiver to risk injury on kick returns i would keep them at punt returns but i'd love to get i'd love to see penny take over full-time uh kick return duties so i I think they're finally making the right decision when it comes to penny i'm a little frustrated with how they treated this running back group early on in the season but hey if they continue to like trend in this direction i'm happy with how they're allocating carries so yeah i mean to the idea about how they use the running backs early and and finally using play action while it's probably a positive going forward, it's incredibly frustrating that they botched that so badly early in the year. Like the whole Chris Carson, like getting benched in that Bears game, uh, you know, Penny getting run over Mike Davis, um, just not using play action and saving it for week five. Like they lost that game by two points and they, I, I, I don't know. They kind of threw the kitchen sink, uh, sink at the Rams, and it, it just seems like if they had been playing this way all along, and if they continue to play this way going forward, they might not be two and three, right? They probably they, they obviously still lose that Rams game, but they would have lost that whether they had sat on plays or not. And so it's frustrating to look back and think that they really pulled punches earlier in the year in two games that ended up being pretty close. Is that how, so? You you see it as them pulling punches. What I do, and I think that they, there's a history of this too. Like the one, that, the game I think about is that Redskin game last year, where you know they clearly didn't take Washington seriously. That was a game where Eddie Lacy got a ton of run, and they were saving plays for future opponents, and they're just not good enough to do that. And I don't, I don't know if it makes sense to do even if you are good. But clearly, they don't have the talent to sit on plays like that. Like, wh- where else did the play action go? Yeah, well, it's interesting. So I have a different read of, of how that played out. I have the same frustration, or at least similar frustration. Um, you know, I think that they came out in the first two weeks, and they were focusing on the wrong things. They were making choices based on the wrong criteria. Like, they were... My guess, I don't know this part, this is pure conjecture, but I think Schottenheimer was either Schottenheimer or Pete, one of them um, came out and wanted to pass more. Like that, that they, they kind of like decided that 
whether it's analytics or anything else, that that was going to be something that they were going to emphasize more. And they were going to say, hey, if there's too many men in the box, we're not going to run or whatever it was. But they had something and they had different guidelines and different approach. In terms of personnel, we talked about it. I think that they, whoever it was in the organization, decided they needed to see their first round pick. And they were convinced that everything they had seen in practice and in training camp and in preseason was a mirage. And he was Sean Alexander. And you just had to get him on the field in a real game. And he was going to blow up into. Um, something interesting. So that's, I mean, that's kind of how I saw that. At some point they course corrected and said, no, we are going to run. We're going to, you know, we, we may couple, we did the wrong thing. We're going to get back to running more often. Um, we talked about it, whether it was last week or the week before they changed their neutral game scripts runs. It was 61 and a half percent on first and second down in the first three quarters. They were running, they're passing the ball. The last, you know, the game three and four, it was 37% that they were passing the ball in those situations. So they made a huge change in their approach. And the personnel thing, I mean, God, yeah, uh, we've, we've beaten that with a dead horse, uh, into a dead horse if it wasn't already. So I 100%, like there's zero part of me that thinks that they would have lost both of those first games if they had been playing this style of football. I, I absolutely think they at least get one win. And it's not hard for me to be convinced that they could have gotten both. Um, they, they just pissed those games away for sure. 